we got nominated for best podcast. Yay! We need a clapping sound effect. We do. Welcome to So Taco. Two side hustles in a microphone. With So Bonita and Taco Gear. But seriously, we were nominated for best podcast um, through from who, Elena? Like, what? Tell us about the uh, the magazine. Uh, the band magazine, the locals list. So it's Corpus Christi and surrounding areas, maybe, or is it just Corpus? Uh, I think it's coast, coastal, like coastal band, band. Corpus yeah, yeah. Christi, basically. Yeah. But yeah, it's this really it's a really good magazine. We've mentioned it in previous podcasts before. Um, I did some taco articles there, or helped with some. Um, they've put us us so Bonita and Taco Gear. Um, in, yeah. In the magazine, but they do this thing every year. Um, our, our newspaper has something like it, like best of the best. But this is uh, the locals list and people are nominated and voted in so many different categories. And we got nominated for best podcast. Yay! So we're going to post a link when it's time to start voting, which I think is like in mid-April. Yeah, it'll be so. time to start voting. And then we will, we will love to have you guys go and vote for us so we can get some recognition for this podcast. Yeah, that's fun. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We were we're very humbled and proud to be nominated. So thank you, whoever nominated yeah, us. Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Okay, um, I'm really excited to talk about. My wife had my wife sitting in front of me. Elena had such. I'm gonna try not to get choked up. I'm actually not gonna get choked up, but it's it's very it's very emotional to 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 really think about how successful. What. She's just a badass. That's all I got to say. Oh, husband. So I, I want I want to ask her some questions about what happened during her pop up that that she had. Look out for local. And then we're going to talk about um, some filming I did today inside of H.E.B. And then a really good tip that we were I was just asked today that is making me want to talk about it on the podcast is how do you find graphic designers for your business, for your brand, for your apparel line whatever it is you have how do you Mm -hmm. find those people Mm -hmm. it could be intimidating there's some things that i suggest you do to find them so we'll talk about that but elena yes dear Mm -hmm. honey sweetie Mm -hmm. baby no okay i don't really say baby or honey what do i say Uh, amor i do say amor a lot or corazón maybe i call you corazón more than you yeah but you call me amor and i call you husband It's true. Uh, you know, actually, not to, not to not to steer to the left, but uh, Elena's uh, ne- <coughs> Elena's niece and nephew uh, mm-hmm. who live in Austin, they um, they call me what? Theo fiance. It is hilarious. How did that happen? Well, because when we were dating, right there, and then we got engaged, their parents told them what that now we're gonna get married, and so you're now. My fiance, and, and then they had to learn what a fiance was. And yeah, they're like, "Well, what is that?" Well, it's like he's promised to like marry her. Like that's like the commitment of this next step. And they just and he's gonna be your uncle. Like you're, he's gonna be your uncle by marriage. And so they just dubbed you Theo, Theo fiance, <laughs> and they still call you that till this day. Like seven years later, you're still Theo fiance. That one of them's like, well, no, the oldest one calls me Gerald, right? No, I've heard him call you the fiance. That's so funny. He's and he's like 13. six foot tall now. Yeah, thirteen. And I'm like, exaggerating. He's really tall though. He's, yeah, he's a tall guy. Uh, and he, they, him, both of them, him and Sam, call call you the fiance. That's funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, Elena, <gasps> your local your lookout for local event was a huge freaking success, dude. I know. Tell me about it. I mean, I'm still kind of on a high. After an event like that, like I rest. Like I haven't even sewn all week and then we're going out of town. But anyway, um, it was so, I mean, let me tell you what. I prayed and like lit candles and sacrificed my cat to the gods for good weather. Like for real. Because <laughs> it was real. I mean, it was 30 degrees Monday, the week of of local for local I'm foggy all week i mean the weather was so shitty weather and i was watching it every day and i was like gerald i think maybe we should postpone it and you were like no no no, let's just wait let's wait out come saturday i mean it was just 
beautiful weather. And then we had like an amazing turnout. I mean, yeah. there was a lot to do already in the coastal bed. You know, there was the beer, the brewery, brewery uh, festival, beer festival. Yeah, just a couple of blocks away, there was and, a big brewery festival. Uh, there was um, Oyster Fest in Rockport. I mean, there was all kinds of shit happening in the coastal bed. So I think all these events were grateful for good weather. And um, I had women come up to me that like drove in from Houston. They were like, hey, we're here from Houston. I was like, what? That's so cool. Yeah. And like drove in from Alice or they drove in from San Antonio. And like they were just here for us like to shop with these vendors. And like, you know, we pushed it. We marketed the shit out of it. We printed flyers. We dropped them off. We put them in businesses. And like it was such a I could not be more thankful. And the vendors did amazing. We had vendors sell out again. We had a food truck sell out of food completely mm-hmm. you know so from 12 to 5 you know four hours they were just non-stop people were just coming and shopping and spending money at the bars spending money at the food trucks buying local made products by vendors and we had a couple of vendors from out of town and the beauty about loca for local is that and and and, and one customer was there that told me like they they appreciated the vendors because they're not like your regular farmers market vendors or your regular art walk vendors. Nothing wrong with that. And nothing wrong with that at all. But these are vendors that are just taking a taking a chance to sell outside of their online store and just like, hey, I'm gonna participate in this mark in this market in this one time event. And we wanna continue that. We wanna encourage people that are uh, have side hustles that predominantly sell online like hey join this line of pop-up like you know what i mean and, yeah. it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be mine it could be any other pop-up that's happening in corpus or any other event there's a lot of people that put events together um so i appreciated that i appreciated that the recognition was that hey i have never seen this vendor event before other than here and so we had a bunch of new vendors too yeah that were new to look off for local they did amazing. I mean, they just kicked it out of the park. It well, was the, so good. The whole thing was great. Um, I, I got to help you the whole day. Yeah. And uh, go around and check on different vendors and make sure everyone was okay and cover your spot when you needed to go around yeah. and, and check in with everyone. And there were some, there were some times where, um, honestly, from 12 to 5, I don't think there was ever a moment where there was always someone to check out at your yeah. register. Yeah. Except for maybe two or three times, there was like a three or four minute break. Right. And then they come again. So I was loving that. And I was seeing that at a lot of other vendors and mm-hmm. you were seeing it too. And then I remember at one point I um, was making my rounds. Well, when I went to go get food, mm-hmm. I went to go order food from one of the three food trucks. And when I turned the corner to see where they're parked, because they're parked in a certain spot, mm-hmm. still inside the venue, bus downtown, uh, bar under the sun, such a cool venue, yeah. such a perfect spot for this type of event. And um, there were so many people sitting everywhere and they have a ton of seating and they were sitting everywhere and the food truck lines were super long. I was like 11th or 12th in line at the truck that I was at. And I was just like, oh. so I was in line for uh, Taco Bar Street. Mm-hmm. It's a local place here, a truck that has really good tacos. And um, I, I love their street nachos that they have. So uh, the owner's name is Ben, and we know each other. And, and I remember when I was getting a little closer to him, he, he was just taking orders nonstop. And he, there was three workers behind him, two working the grills yeah. and everything. And then one just like calling out order or yeah. calling out pickups. Yeah. And, um, I remember when he looked up to make eye contact with me, he just like took a breath and was like, it's crazy. <laughs> and then uh, and then I got up to him and then I was like, hey, man. And I I said, um, how's everything going? And and he was like, it's crazy, man. It's and the interesting thing about that is the the brewery festival is um, this the third annual Corpus Christi Brewery Festival. It's downtown. It's maybe like five blocks or more from where we were. And they had a lot of food trucks. A lot. And a lot of vendors. A ton of vendors. Yeah. A ton of food trucks. And uh, Ben was like, you know, we're competing with the the um, brewery festival. And I was like, I mean, yeah, in a way. But but uh, it's it's just great to see that there's enough, like you say, Elena, sunshine for everyone. To go around, yeah. And, and both festivals. Again, ours was from 12 to 5. The brewery festival was from 3 to 10. Yeah. 
And, the, and that's one of the reasons why we cut it an hour because it was originally going to be from 12 to 6. But we thought, let's just cut it an hour, let people like kind of linger and mingle and, at our event and then walk over to the brewery festival and close the night there. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I think it was really smart on us to cut that hour off and just kind of and then also to give the vendors time to look because it takes about an hour to load. Also, so we didn't leave there till about six. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. So, so I remember when when I when I, when he was like, "We're just trying to keep up," is what Ben was saying, and uh, they they eventually sold out. They sold out at your last one too in I November. Know, he I said know. they sold out. So I told him like, "We're doing this again in July. Are you down?" He's like, "Of course." And then the workers turned around. They're like, "This is such a good event." Yeah, uh, which is great. It's really really nice to hear so, that you do a great job with it. Thank you, thank you very mm-hmm. much. And when Leslie and I were talking about Leslie's the owner, the of owner of Bus, Bus yeah. When we were talking about this past weekend about marches local for local, she's like, um, "So what food? Tr- what food trucks do you want?" Because she's leaving it up to me, and I'm like, "No, girl, like that's your thing. I don't care. Pick whatever." And she's like, "Okay, let me ask Taco Bar Street." And so she asked them. And I'm sure at this point they were like maybe asked about the brewery or not, or maybe it was in limbo. I don't know. And they were, and without any hesitation, they said, hell yeah. Like count us in for local for local. So I'm really appreciative of these food trucks that, that ventured into a smaller event, a smaller venue. That's not very popular or big, like the brewery festival that happened and took a chance and just kind of communicated, I mean, participated in in um, in this event that was all about promoting local food and local business. So it was very cool. It was super successful and a lot of work. And people don't know that. I mean, yes, we have fun doing this, and yes, it's super super stressful. Um, but a lot of people don't know, Gerald, that you're like my right hand person when it comes to these events. This is true. Um. Mm. Like for real, like you help me load and unload, you organize everything, you help me organize everything on Shopify, price everything, charge all my batteries and and uh, devices, and help me set. I mean, like, I couldn't, yeah, I look off for local would not exist without the help of you and Taco Gear. So, thank you very much. You're welcome. I appreciate that. We make a good team, Team Flores. Well, I mean, it's really just uh, playing on your strengths, and I am very organized. You are very organized. So I mean, he's drill sergeant, y'all. Like he's like, okay, we gotta go to bed. It's like nine o'clock on Friday. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta wake up early. I gotta. We gotta be at bus at nine in the morning, eight in the morning, and we're like, Edna and I, my sister, we're like, bitch, this thing doesn't start until twelve. We gotta be there. I gotta mark our space. And luckily, we were there. I mean, well, and here's what ha- here's it, why. And, and we knew that already from previous. When events. we got when we got there, the the entire area was wet was yeah. wet and i helped leslie move she tables. was there early we moved tables out of the way and then I, we had to get push brooms Just and push sweet. away as much water as we could and hopefully it will dry up yeah by the time vendors came because they're going to be in water right and sad sadly one of the vendors that was her number that was her complaint she loved the event she just said if you know any feedback there's there's a section in my 10 by 10 where it's wet and you know my, my feet are getting soaked and and um she was really nice about it but you know it was hard to push away all that water we did we, yeah uh, you know we spent like 30 minutes trying to i know push all the water out so and then we had to mark our spots and as we were marking the spots vendors, the vendors were showing were up coming in yeah so that's why we get there early yeah. for situations like that we're responsible for this event we need to be there early i agree so i will always be that way and i will never let you get mad at me for being on time <laughs> or, yeah, or early. early, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you create the things you, you sew them. You've got the mind and the brain behind all that creativity. I will merchandise. Merchandising is a whole nother thing. You guys, when you have a pop-up, you got to figure out. And ours is always evolving because yeah. we have so many different types of items. Yeah. We've got three different, we've got two tables. So what goes on what table, right? What should be on the left? What should be on the right? What should be higher? What should be lower? What should be next to something else? At the same time, keeping an eye on your stuff and make sure it's not being stolen or it's not being <laughs> right. like dropped because we did we somebody did knock over one of my candles and, and, and like, then and they paid and for that, it and that shit happens. Yeah, that shit happens. And so that was very nice that the, yeah. they immediately came up and, and I told her not to. What did she say? What did she it. say to you? And she said, um, "What is it?" I told her. She's like, "Let me pay for it." And I said, "No, it's okay." And she said. 
no, I, you're making a living and I understand that. Yeah. And so. And you're like, okay, I, that candle was $100. <laughs> how, how could I not? I was like, okay. I mean, <laughs> but, um, some of my stuff sold out too, which was really good. Um, yeah. Things you didn't think were going to no, sell. No, things I just like recently made. Very cool. Also. So, um, super, super cool. Every, every, every event we host, we always learn, right? And, and that's just like anything in life. I mean, that's just like anything that you participate, even if you're not hosting that you participate in. And should I display this way? Should I display that way? Maybe I shouldn't sell this because it didn't sell. Should I, you know, whatever. You just always Or it's time to so. discount this. Right, exactly. Because it hasn't sold much at the last two pop-ups. So let's... Yeah, let's, let's do a do- flash sale. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, an example being, and um, there's, there, you made some dog leashes mm-hmm. from some leftover fabric Mm -hmm. it took you a long time to make them so we priced them at 35 dollars each which seems expensive but but i did sell some you did sell some yeah Yeah, yeah. at that point at that price point and and yes the right buyer will buy that yeah that is one of the products out of the many you have where so many people picked it up and were like how much oh yeah yeah Yeah, they're like okay and it's long it's It's six feet it's like a quilt it's a dog leash but it's super unique because it's got different patterns. From yeah, different there's fabrics. over twenty squares, twenty five by five squares. So, um, so we lowered them to fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. and you had two left. And um, towards the end of the day, you had stepped away. I had sold one. You had sold one, and then you had stepped away, and some girl came, real quick. Yeah. And like, came to the came to check out, and she had the leash with her. And um, I was like, oh, cool. Good choice. Um, that's our last one, I think. And she was like, I know I came to buy it because I bought one of the I bought the first I bought one a long time ago or at a different pop up. No, she bought it earlier that day. Oh, earlier that yeah, day. She bought, yeah, she bought earlier that oh, day. Oh, shit. Never yeah. mind. Well, that makes it even funnier because yeah. then she she was like and I went home and I, and I showed my husband and he was like, why didn't you get one for the other dog? <laughs> So she came all the way back to get a, to get the second one. That's funny because she had to have seen that there was only one left. So yeah. she came all the way back. She came back to and she was dressed in like workout clothes. And I was like, weren't you just here? And she was like, Yes, I had to come back and buy the other leash. That's funny. And she's like, and I'm on my way to go work out. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so funny. So and she bought like a like a couple of more stickers. Like she made her trip worth it and she bought some other stuff. But there's um there was other times I when we when we do these events, the thing the things I love to see outside of Vendors coming to you and saying, "This well, I'm doing so good. This is great. It's amazing. It's awesome." Um, outside of that, is the people that are like, "I love your Instagram. I, I follow you. I yeah. follow you." Yeah. Um, it, which is really nice and fun to hear. And and uh, there's a couple times where like this girl came up. Um, you came up later, but I was checking her out. Um, I don't mean flirting. I mean I was I was at the checkout. Yeah. With her, I get it. And she's. <laughs> She said, um, I don't know. She was buying some stickers and stuff. And she was like, I am. Um, I I bought one of your. Uh, she was telling me, talking to me. I guess she knew I was taco gear. <laughs> and she says, I bought one of your first shirt. Your one of your first shirt designs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was um, there. I was uh-huh. like, uh, which one? And she was like, Santa Poco Sewing Company. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, man. Dude, that was like 2014. Or, th- or 13. 13. Yeah. Because Taco Gear wasn't born yet. Yeah. I was uh, I, I was designing, you know, I was designing and I don't remember why. Sometimes as a designer, you play around with stuff. You know, there's it's always fun to make logos for fake companies just yeah. to make fun logos. And I remember we were watching the Three Amigos and then, you know, the city of Santa Poco was, was where the little town, right? Yeah. And at the end, remember, they all sew. Yeah. The whole town sews. So I was like, oh, Santa Poco Sewing Company. And I remember I found this cool font that I manipulated and I put like a made like a needle through it and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that looks like a legitimate sewing company and it's fun. So I made a shirt and I was like, well, what can I do with this shirt? And we actually raised some money for the Humane Society, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So we, we pre-ordered the shirts and we and it was so hard to pre-order. Uh, yeah, because like, we didn't know Elevated at that time. I, we didn't know. I didn't yeah, know what didn't I was know doing. Screen printer. Yeah. I'm trying to sell a $20 shirt that I don't have. Yeah. So I have a picture, a mock-up of it. At House of Rock, we set up a table and we were like taking pre-orders for this and, you know, X amount of dollars goes to the Humane Society or all the profit. Totally really. forgot about that. She yeah. has that shirt. Isn't that crazy? I thought that was pretty funny. So that that it's it's just great to hear all that stuff. So I'm really I'm really happy about it um, to learn from it. Like you said, it's interesting because we like on the way back when you have a pop up like that, 
at least for us, because we're setting it up. We're completely evolved involved. We are watching everything. So our adrenaline is like pumping. Mm -hmm. So there's a, and and then when you break down, you, we were breaking down and people were still buying stuff. Yeah. When you break down, your adrenaline's still going. It takes us like an hour to pack everything up, to load it all up in the car. It, it takes time. And then there's a moment where when you get back in the car and you're driving a little bit, your whole body starts to shut down and your adrenaline, yes. the adrenaline and starts you feel to the leave. Pain, right? and then, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, ow, you're like, this oh, hurts. Oh, my feet. I haven't sat down for four hours. Yeah. yeah. And then you just become so tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nuts. But um, I want to also thank um, Topo Chico for donating a shitload of water. A shitload of water that was complimentary. We gave, put it on ice and we gave it to 20 cases. All the customers that were shopping. Of course, I wanted Topo Chico. So thank you. And of course, to Sofa Couch Media for doing a badass video that we haven't uploaded because Facebook is crashing. Facebook and Instagram are being bitches today. So we we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah. So we haven't uploaded the video, but we will soon. Um, you know, and one of the things that really meant a lot to me is that um, Omar, who I mentioned at every, in every podcast, he came earlier when we were setting up uh, at Loca for Local to drop off some of the Topo Chico water because he picked it up, right? Yeah, he helped me and pick it up. And the first thing he said, because all the vendors were already kind of setting up and stuff, he said, Elena, there's a lot of good energy here. Yeah. And I was like, that out of everything, that was probably the most heartfelt statement that I was just like, Oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear because it just validated all of our hard work. Because if anything, I just want to create a space where women that are business owners and entrepreneurs and hustle feel like they're welcomed and feel like there's nothing but good energy around. And for the customers too, because I want them to come shop with happy people. And and you did that. And, and so if, for him saying like it just... I almost like completely lost it when he said that to me. I just, it was so meaningful and so thoughtful. And I just, it's exactly what Loca for Local is. It's a place of good energy. It was really good. And I I think a lot of that has to do with, I mean, the vendors are coming in positive because, well, for many reasons. Number one, it's very well organized. Mm -hmm. You do a great job marketing. We can always improve. Yeah. Um, So they know, they, they walk in there prepared. And for, for those of you listening, it's very simple what Elena does, what we do. It is she recruits, she has a spreadsheet. She recruits everyone that she wants in the pop-up. If there's a list of people that have been wanting to get in, she goes to that list and pulls them in. And she sends one email to all of them, letting them know now's the time. And it's first come, first serve. Yeah. So reply and let us know if you're in and this is the this is the one instance where you started charging yeah you charge fifty dollars for a spot and we're going to go up next year a little bit because we want to spend more money on marketing and get more people to it so and and there's a whole lot of other things so you from the beginning it's very well organized you give them deadlines you have this if, if you're in i'll send you an invoice you have this amount of time to pay it and then you're on yeah and then you, that that spreadsheet gets maxed out to the twenty six vendors that you have, that that we've already calculated that comfortably fit in that spot for what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And then from that day on, you communicate and you say, "Okay, everyone, send me your logo and send me a few images of yeah. items you want me yeah. to." Yeah, f- and a blurb, a blurb about your business or what you want me to say about. And then you. what do you do with all that? So a month before the show. Every day I, sh- I do a vendor spotlight on the event page. So every day I'm like, hey, blah, 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 blah is going to be there. They're this and this and this. And they're a mom and pop store or they're, mm-hmm. you know, creative. And they've been doing this since 2012. These are the items that they'll have. Check them out. And, you know, and I'm just like pushing it like this is great for Easter baskets. This is great for graduation. This is great for Mother's Day. Like come and yeah. buy these things. It's your one shop time. One stop time, one shop time, whatever, <laughs> um, to come and buy from them instead of doing anything online. So, yeah, it's it's great. So so you do all that, and then uh, a couple of days before you send out the vendor map. Yes. What to expect? What the details are? Yeah. You actually also when you send out the initial invite for them to join and to pay. Yeah. You give them all the details. Mm-hmm. This is the space you're gonna get. 
you get this space. Yeah. This is what is what you need, you need to, to bring, bring what yeah. you can't bring. Yeah. So they know everything. And then the day, a couple of days before you send out the map and you show them exactly where they're going to be, what number their spot is going to be. Yeah. And that's it. What time they need to show up. Right. What time they can break down. What time they need to it's be ready. It's very simple. I don't have to hold anybody's hands. No. I don't. And they don't have to like come and ask me. Everything is on the email. All the information. So they're pumped. They're pumped. And they and I also tell them if you have any questions or concerns, call me or text me. Don't Facebook message me. Don't Instagram message me. I don't. I, week of we're all so fucking busy. Like call me or text me. That's the best way to communicate. And so um, it went pretty flawless this this time around. It did. And what I'm proud of for, for you and me is the ride home. What were we talking about? Gerald, I don't even remember yesterday. We were talking about how we how do we make it better? Oh, yeah. And, I it, know. and it wasn't yeah. necessarily like, how do we make it bigger and no. more people? How do we market more? Because someone had told you, oh, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah. You told me you told me when you went to get coffee we in the went morning to get coffee the at morning. a local place. Yes. And I said the because edna and i were both wearing our head wraps that i made and she was like oh, edna's her going? sister yeah she's like where y'all going y'all look so cute and i was like oh i'm hosting and they're like what's that and in my head i'm like fuck how do we how did we miss her or how do we miss them or how did we how did they not hear about us like what is it that we need to do more do we need to do a radio spot do we need to go on a local tv station because i was interviewed by the uh, univision and then K triple I mean KRIS TV did a story after the event um, or the event the right. night of the event but we pushed like, Facebook ads and and see but the thing Elena is like I I think there's only so many people you can reach right and then you have to figure out how you reach more yeah we did you you got the little bit of co- you got the news coverage before yeah and then through um, the event page itself through ads had a an ad reach of. I think it was like 47,000 people. Yeah. So 47,000 people in our saw it. in our 300,000 plus city saw it. Um so so you just have to I, And I guess like in 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 the sense of the, of the local coffee shop like I could have gone and taken them a fucking flyer. So that's what, like that's I what we talked about I could have put that in there and or and, and and put some mini flyers there like and this is old school shit. This is old school marketing type of stuff. You know what I mean? This isn't You got to mix the old with the we, new. We have to because I want I want more people there. I want more people to know, at least know, not necessarily attend, but know, hey, this is happening on this weekend. Let's let's go, you know. So what we can do is we can increase the ad spend from the extra dollars we're going to get from the vendor fees. Yeah. We can increase that. Then we can print more flyers and then really not necessarily guerrilla market, but we can take them to local places that we mm-hmm. know will let us put them up yeah. a month before yeah. and, and uh, will help us yeah. kind of, um, I mean, just talking out loud here, you know, we can mention where their flyers or for flyers are at, or yeah. we can do something that would maybe draw attention to that local business and then um, thank them for letting us put, our flyers up there. There's there's stuff we can do. I'm excited. We can right. we can always make it better. Well, and I also want before we we stop talking about this because I can talk about this all night. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to give a thank you, a big thank you to Corpus Christi that came and donated to Period Corpus Christi. Now, and I've mentioned Period before. They're a or- local organization that helps women um, in need with uh, menstrual products, and so uh, we we. I think we're always probably going to partner up with them because they're one of those um, organizations that always need product. And so, and you know, we're just pro women and, and the part of the women movement. And so um, they received 2,100 products at this, at this drive. Cause they did a product drive at our event. And so thank you to everybody that came and donated tampons, maxi pads, panty liners. So they've got, 2100 pieces individual pieces that they can make their period bags that's awesome which is amazing that's so awesome. and that saves them money i mean they're they have product now and so mm-hmm. kudos to everybody that came and dropped off product but you know anyway. what i just forgot about huh. to thank the people that listen to this podcast that came up to our booth and was like oh we my lis- god we listen yeah, to your podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Yes, we had several of those people. We had a handful of people that came yeah. up and were like, um, and said like, "We love your podcast. We listen to your podcast." And um, it, super cool. Yeah. Very very thankful. 
And we so. were like, well, I hope you don't listening with the kids around. <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to uh, thank you, Gerald, for helping with Loco for Local. You're welcome. And it's the last one I'm helping with. I look forward to the summer and then in the fall. <laughs> it's, so It's not the last one I'm helping with. No, I'll, it's not. I'll help you. So um, I heard a little birdie told me hmm. that you were at H-E-B today. I was. H-E-B Plus in Flower Bluff. Tell me what you did there. With Joey. Who is? Joe, uh, Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> Joe, oh, Joe. Joe. Joe Brock. Joe Brock is, um, I've already shot him for the Taco Chair season two yeah. episode number unknown. Right. But uh, today we did legitimate filming inside of H-E-B with permission from H-E-B. Very cool. And we had staff, we had a high-level staff member following us around yeah. to make sure we were compliant with what we agreed to film and not film. And it was really cool. Joe loves H-E-B. I think all of Texas loves H-E-B. Yeah, he loves H-E-B. He kept saying how he hates Walmart. Walmart sucks. And the H-E-B oh, dude was like, oh, did you get that on film? <laughs> no. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. I mean, he was he was teasing, but... But uh, Joe, Joe does not like Walmart. It's just ugh, the food and the produce. He just doesn't like it. Yeah, I'm not. A he's big a fan sh- of he's a he's a very very well known cook here in the um I don't in Corpus Christi, and he's been on um we've mentioned before uh, several food food network shows, including uh, Guy's Grocery Games, Guy Fieri's thing, yeah, and then uh, an entire season of Ultimate Summer Cook Off. Cool. So he's um. Doing really, really cool stuff. Has a really, really fun personality. But we uh, we showed up at 8.30 in the morning mm-hmm. at, at, H- at HEB. And we knocked out the filming. Signed the paperwork I needed to sign with HEB. It was legit. Uh, not, Were there a lot of customers there? Not really. Okay. There was a handful. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they're all staring because I have a big old camera yeah. walking around everywhere. And uh, Joe is just a ball of energy with no caffeine yet and uh you know what he drinks cold brew you know the one that you are supposed to concentrate the cold brew that's concentrated uh no i don't know it's a bottle it's a big bottle Uh like oh my god bigger than wait are you supposed to add water to it yeah and but he drinks it straight yep shut the fuck up the thing that he uh god how big is it it's it's probably like as big as like a th- I'm gonna say the size of a thermos. Okay, that's pretty big. Or a little larger, yeah, but yeah. you're supposed to dilute ounces. it with water. Like it makes a bunch of servings. This dude drinks the dude, whole that's thing. That's fucking strong. I know. He had not. He had not had any yet. He bought it and he was well, going. Because I love cold work. brew, but yeah, that's like drinking straight up like gasoline. <laughs> so just to talk about what we were filming today is uh, we, we were we hit he had already gone grocery shopping yeah. at HEB and he grabbed the items that we needed when we were filming, which God, I think we filmed like two months ago or a month and a half oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We already did all that. He made the tacos. He sat in the chair. He did his interview. So today was just ingredient shopping, the ingredients okay. and getting that captured on film. And it's funny because he's like, this is how they do it. They do everything backwards in Hollywood. And uh, oh, I was like, so funny. I thought it was kind of funny. And um, we did everything pretty legit. There was a couple of times where he was like, need some Serranos. Let's go get them. And we go and like the the tray of Serrano peppers is completely empty. And we're like, uh, so we have to go in the ask the back to bring one out. And, that's so funny. Uh, so that that was funny. And I, then uh, that's weird that they ran out. I mean, that they like he had, was just stocking them. But I mean, the, the oh, thing okay. was completely empty. Yeah. So I don't know if they were bad and you throw them away and you start fresh. No, I mean, Serranos last a long time. OK, so I don't know what I don't know what was going on. Um, he got scallops the last time and he cooked scallops on the show uh, when I was filming. So he had to get scallops again. And um, I, I was not allowed to get faces of any HEB staff employees, members or uh-huh. employees. Um, and I was not allowed to get faces of customers, which was easy to, to do. Yeah. Or easy to not do it at that time of the morning. So um, we were like, well, we'll just point to the scallops and uh, he'll just say he's about to get them. We'll just point to him. And I, I didn't want to ask for too much. You know, I didn't want to mm-hmm. bother any employees or staff members because they're letting me go in yeah. and legitimately film this and have yeah. I have full rights to all this, all this footage, yeah. which is awesome. So um, <laughs> the guy that was helping us, uh, his name is Bobby. Uh, thank you so much, Bobby, for helping. He um, he goes, oh, I got an idea. He goes and he gets like a small bag of rice. Yeah. 
and he gives it to the guy. He he talks to the guy behind the, the scallop counter, counter uh-huh. and he's like, "Wrap this up in butcher paper and then hand it to him." <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I was like, "All right, I, I know I know what angle to set up from to capture the handoff without capturing his face." So I did that. It was pretty funny, and I was like, "Hey, man, thank you. Well, that was a good idea." Uh, so it was a collaborative effort this morning. It was pretty, that's cool. it was pretty fun. I love my HEB. <laughs> Thank you, HB. Thank you, HB. So when we come back, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we've been this is a good this is a long podcast. When we come back, we're gonna talk about uh, a question I was asked today about how do you find graphic designers? Okay. Which I think it, the questions I was asked today was really good. So we're gonna talk about it as soon as we get back. Okay. And we're back. We're back, y'all. I just got served some really flat Coke Zero. Or it looks flat. There's no bubbles, you said, Elena. There's no bubbles. That's okay. All right. So let's let's knock out the rest of this uh, this second part of this podcast. Yeah, because uh, we got a pack. Because if we're being completely transparent <laughs> with our audience, we start with <laughs> we're starting over the second half because I didn't hit record. Con una chingada, <laughs> we had went in for like, I don't know, three or four minutes. We were like in deep conversation I wa- yeah and, and then gerald was like i was like oh shit i'm not recording i'm not recording <laughs> motherfucker oh uh, anyway we're recording now clearly because you're listening to this so all right um we're going to talk about how to find graphic designers but the first thing i'm going to mention is some questions that i was asked today that i think are, are really good okay so i met with a friend of mine um because we're working on another side project and i won't mention his name or i won't mention anything just yet because i don't um, I don't know if the conversation, by the way, was something he would want said publicly Okay. for what he was Got it. looking for, because uh, I think he might be working with somebody else right now. Okay. But he was asking me about graphic designers and design services and rights and royalties and all that yeah. stuff. So long story short, uh, he was under the assumption that, you know, if I hire a graphic designer to design me a T-shirt and I want to sell that shirt, do I need to pay him royalties? Um, Do I own the rights to that shirt? How does that stuff work? So Mm -hmm. flat out, my answer is your designer should not ask for you you hire the designer. Mm -hmm. You pay them for the job. They give you the files. You're done. That's it. I agree with that. They should not be asking for royalties. They should not be asking uh, or there's there's there should be no additional charges for rights to anything other than being paid for the design. Absolutely. They're paid for the design. That's it. That's it. So in my opinion, and that's coming from me, a professional graphic designer, and I have a lot of friends that are professional professional graphic that feel designers. The same way. Yeah, they do feel the same way. We're paid for a job. We give you that. Do what you we'll do whatever yeah. you want with it. You're yeah. good. Doesn't matter. Now there are instances where sometimes the the client offers the designer, "Hey, I can't pay you, but I'd love to give you five percent of every shirt I sell, or whatever that is." That's up to you as a designer if you want to do that. But don't think that that's something the designer has the rights to ask for to to right away. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, if you're working with a designer who's giving you shit about, well, I want royalties and um, you need to buy extra whatever licenses to own these rights if you're going to print them on you know ten thousand shirts. No, just go find another designer. Does this also apply to a designer that constantly wants credit? Like if I'm constantly posting on Instagram my new shirt, I mean I I get the initial post of like hey new shirt launching designed by blah 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 and then like six months from now throw back thursday to our first shirt do i have to credit the designer no in my opinion you don't but it's a little different from it's kind of a gray area in my opinion Mm -hmm. i don't think you should be you should have to credit every single time yeah now, you paid for it, right? That's yeah. what you paid for. It's kind of like photography. Yeah. Now, rights and licensing when it comes to photography photos is a completely different thing. So you do need to check with your photographer on rights and royalties for all that stuff. That's a whole nother ball Conversation. Game. Absolutely. Right. So, and there may be a contract where there's some stipulations in that, right? Right, okay. right. But I mean, like, as far as so, okay, so an example early on, a lot of times, um, there were some photographers that would reach out to me and were like, Hey, I'd love to take some photos of, of your taco gear. 
can you send me some, uh, you know, they're working on their portfolio. Right. So I send them a couple of shirts for free or whatever, and they would find some models and shoot them. Yeah. And I do my best. Uh, every, every time that happened, I and I would post, I would tag them. And then moving forward, anytime I repurposed that content, I would tag them again. I did not do it on the last one because I, I actually forgot the guy's name. <laughs> it's been like that many years. Yeah, four years. So I forgot. Yeah. Uh, in those cases, I was doing my best to always give credit because it's cool. And it's just giving credit to the photographer. When it comes to design, I think if you'd like to, as a courtesy, it's nice to initially yeah. say, like, check out this new shirt uh, yeah. that we just released. Awesome design by Taco Gear or whoever it is. And and that should be enough. You know, you've credited them and then that's it. But every single time, hell no. In my okay. opinion, no. I think you should just post it. Um, the first time credit and that's it. Yeah. You should be good because okay. then it just becomes a, uh, okay. I always have to give them credit. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I think paid, it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I paid for it. Um, and I get it, but it's diluting the message moving forward. I don't yeah. need to be, or you're the brand, the, the brand. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to do it every single time. You okay. Know? So that, that's my opinion. Okay. So that, that was the question he was asking and it was a really relevant question. So he, he was just curious about, about all it's that. It's a good question. It is a good question because people don't know. And, and I didn't realize that people, didn't know the answer to that. So it's a service. Yeah. You're paying for it. You get it. Yeah. That's it. You're good. I agree. You having any problems? Go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. If you're designing this, listening to this podcast and you feel the other way, then I'm sorry you feel that way. But I don't think you should be doing that. You're making yourself just kind of the enemy, really. Well, and I wouldn't really pay full price for something like that. If a deposit was made and then that statement was given after the fact, then I would just let go of the deposit and move on with somebody else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And like it's a, not even worth it at this point. You know, and, and w- here's what I understand, too. If you, you shouldn't are, be bound by anything. No. And if you're a new designer, I get it. You don't know, you don't really know this yet. And that's fine. You feel like you, you know, you put this work out and and if, if you made a shirt design and you're like, oh, my God, that guy's going to print it on like he's going to sell 10,000 of them. Oh, I should get like some money from that. No, I understand why you feel that way. But that's not the way it works. Yeah. So check yourself. Don't do that. You're going to make some enemies and people won't want to work with you. Well, the word will spread really quick. Yeah. So that was a really good question. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it led to like, how do you find designers? So in my opinion, there's a couple of, there's some hacks. I, this is what I would do. If you are looking for a designer, number one, you know, first ask your, your circle, of mm-hmm. friends and influence or whoever um if they know any designers and then go that route check their work look at their portfolio yeah all that stuff if you don't have access to any of that no one knows a designer yes there are websites you can look at and you can find designers and yes there are really cheap cheap websites where you can find really cheap cheap designs i don't have to tell you how to use google but i will tell you there's another way to to do it on Instagram, there's two ways, really. On Instagram, you can search graphic designer. Go down a rabbit hole of that. Find some. Reach out to them. Message them. Do mm-hmm. they have a portfolio? Do they do freelance work? How much? What are their rates? Mm-hmm. Ask those questions. And then, so, But this is another way. This is a really cool way. In your city, look up graphic, look up design agencies. Look up advertising agencies. In your city, marketing agencies. Look at up all those people go to the website look at their staff find the designers find their instagrams reach out to them and ask if they freelance not the agency not the agency yeah well it's gonna be more expensive absolutely look there's (laughs) agencies are good agencies are really really good. well for corporations and big money that's right but they're expensive for reasons if you have a brand that needs to go to that level where you actually need to hire a full-blown agency then yes and you have the budget for a full-blown agency with a big budget then yes go that route yes if you're just starting out and you want to launch a one-person show yeah yeah and you you know you want to pay for good design yeah you just don't want to take a loan more than likely these people are side hustling too yeah i don't know of any I have not met a graphic designer that isn't with a full-time job that did not freelance on the side no. for many reasons, not necessarily the money. It's fun. It's creativity. It is fun. Yeah. I met uh, in San Antonio with Barbacoa Apparel. They have a beautiful house. We were filming in there. They have a lot of art on the walls from designers 
and these designers work with them at the state agency where they. Isn't that funny? Yeah, th- there's um, I forget where, but but Barbacoa Apparel is such a creative brand in San Antonio. Tejano inspired shirts, Tex Mex shirts. They're in H E B now. Really, really cool stuff. Super creative team. They all work. <laughs> I don't know the place, but basically, like all the standardized tests in Texas, they work at the place that proofreads them. Which is like nothing you would ever expect. Yeah, yeah. And that place that designs the tests it's or create the tests, people. there's a designer. Well, th- th- there's there's gra- they have graphic designers who basically design the test. Well, yeah, somebody Te- needs to design them. <laughs> text and answers and all that stuff, right? Well, yeah. those guys freelance and they do amazing work. Wow. So those people who are st- who are at a full time job where all they are able to do is this one thing. Yeah, they they need to find that they need to scratch that creative itch, and they'll freelance. So that's a good way to find a, a graphic designer. It is a good way. It's not the fastest way. Yeah, but it, it doesn't take a lot of work. Just no. go, just make a list and go find them and look at them and and just reach out. Do you hey do you freelance? You know what are your rates? Hell yeah, they freelance because really most of those designers probably want to go out on their own. And but are building up a yeah. freelance p- portfolio, mm-hmm. and are looking to to get more side gigs, so it's uh, so they're hungry, you know. They're they're. It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know. I never told you that idea, no. did I? I've never had to do it, but I've thought about it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do. And and I did it one time where I went to an agency and I, I looked and then I went to their Instagram and and um, I saw that they were posting, that they free that like I just worked on this and I just I designed this and, you know, for a freelance client or whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, man. Now, yeah, I'm sure agencies aren't going to like this tip. But again, agency, oh, if you're listening, this I'm, one person isn't going to hire They're not your whole losing agency. any sleep over the millions of dollars that they're making from corporations. They're fine. You think so? Yes. Chill out, agencies. It's just a fucking t-shirt design. Chill out. <laughs> it's not just a t-shirt design, Elena. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, I downplay it. I mean, it's they're not fucking doing a logo for pepsi like chill out i know it's not a whole ad campaign no it's not a national it's not fucking ad don campaign. draper hang on okay i mean we're okay it's not coca-cola <laughs> jesus i got you all right so before we wrap up uh we are recording this on a wednesday instead of a thursday mm-hmm. so we're going to schedule this to go out thursday night because tomorrow we thursday. don't have time to record tomorrow no. being thursday when we normally record we don't have time why do we have time elena Where we're we going? hitting the road where are we going south by southwest bitches why do you call people bitches all the time? I don't know, but it's funny. Are you offending them? I hope not. I hope not too. No, I think it's like <laughs> I know, I, it's I'm a kidding. term of endearment for me. Like Yeah, I heard it in Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Like high five bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're good. So we were we are blessed with the ability to go to South by Southwest. Uh, if you don't know what that is, just Google SXSW. Uh, it's in Austin. Week long music, film, conferences, interactive. interactive education, all kinds of stuff. We go for the film, the film portion. We go to screen movies, movies that are going to be released at theaters. What are the two? What are two of the movies we're going to go screen this weekend, Elena? Well, according to you, we're going to go screen La Llorona, which I'm not really ecstatic about. Correct. And closing the festival or South by Southwest with Pet Cemetery, another movie I'm not ecstatic about but there's other uh documentaries and movies we're going to watch because we love watching films so yeah south by southwest is really cool to screen all these you screen the film in private theaters and the makers of the films and in most cases the actors are there and you get to hear them talk about the film one of the ones i'm excited to see hopefully we get to see is called i think the border and the wall or, or something like that or it's by ben masters and i heard him here speak at a graduation ceremony here at AMCC. and um so it's about what building a wall would do to the ecology or ecological system ecology right is that pronounced right sure um ecological system of the river of the Rio Grande and um what it would do to like natural habitats of animals and bugs and butterflies and and stuff like that so I I thought that was a different uh, another interesting aspect to look at how this wall would cause um, 
potential damage. So I'm excited to hear. Uh, hopefully we get to see his documentary. I'm not sure when it would be airing. I think it's probably going to be on PBS or something, but they're screening at South by Southwest. So, That's cool. We have to yeah. do a little bit of organizing tomorrow to find out um, the schedule what, and, what we want to do. Yeah. Because there's a lot to do. Yeah. Like a shit ton. So I'm excited about it. Uh, the last thing I'm going to mention is a contest that we're going to run. We just did a giveaway, our first giveaway on Yay. our Instagram. We announced the winner, so a our first T-shirt design will be going out. So if you go to if you go to sotaco.com, we are, we have a shop page that's up with our first shirt designs. I'm excited. Yes, me too. You can go and you can check out the cert, the sh- the certs, the shirts that we're releasing they're already up and available for order we're super excited we've got uh, a really cool design that we made and then our flagship logo for this podcast is also up on there so we want to offer you guys the listeners a chance to win any one of these shirts so here's how we're doing it we're going to run this contest for this podcast we're going to announce it in this episode and also the next one and then after that we're going to announce a winner so here's how you win a shirt Pay close attention. I didn't even tell you this. So I don't even I... know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> but. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. <clears throat> In order to win a shirt or be eligible to win a shirt, we need you to rate this podcast on iTunes, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, give it a rating, mm-hmm. give it a review, write mm-hmm. a review. Okay. Take a screenshot of that review Uh-huh. and email it to us. Okay. Hello at SoTaco, S-E-W, SoTaco.com. Okay. Hello at SoTaco.com. Send us a screenshot of that review. Okay. And we will put you in the raffle to win a shirt. Now, if you've already left us a review, thank you so much. Just go screenshot it. Yeah. Screenshot your review that you've already made. Okay. And send that over to us through email and you'll be eligible to possibly win. How does that sound, Elena? That sounds fantastic. Now, we want positive <laughs> reviews and five stars. Um, or- I would love positive <laughs> reviews. If you leave a negative review and you screenshot that over to us, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> but I'm not telling you what to do. So if that's in your heart. Do what's in your heart. <laughs> do what's in your heart. Okay. Okay, I think we're good. We got to pack. We got to get ready for tomorrow. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We thank appreciate you. it. We are super pumped for Elena for the amazing job she did. Thank you, husband. Stay tuned to uh, So Bonita on Facebook. The video will be posted that was done by Sofa Couch Media. Thank you very much, Miguel, with Sofa Couch Media. It was done by him. Uh, it's amazing. It's great. So we're really excited about that. As soon as Facebook and Instagram stop being little bitches, we will... Post the video and you guys will be able to see it. Yeah. So that's that. All right, y'all. Okay. Hasta la próxima. Bye, everyone. Bye.